we lift our praises to you. And we pray that as you do, you would inhabit us. We receive all that you are, Lord Jesus. And we celebrate that in this holy meal as we come to you again. Renew us, we pray in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. And, And as you are, and we come to this table this morning, one of those scriptures that can easily come to mind when you're coming to the table of this rich, empowering, life-giving, forgiving, grace-extending meal is this one. Philippians 4.19. Probably some of you have memorized it. If not, you at least found it familiar. And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Heard that one before? Anybody heard that one before? Do you know what comes just before that? Just before that, Paul has given a testimony of how he is full in abundance. Even in Thessalonica. Uh, Now, Thessalonica was a place where the gospel took root with great contagion. In fact, Paul, when he writes to the Thessalonians, says that you have become the example church among all the churches I have planted throughout the... um, the Greek peninsula there, all across Achaia, all, all through Macedonia. You are the example church. You are the shining star, he's saying to the Thessalonians. And, and that was because when he was there as a missionary and when he first came to town, he founded that church. There were no Christians there so far as we know until, until Paul got there on a missionary journey. And he shared the faith, but he stayed in Thessalonica. And he says to the Thessalonians, you yourself know that I received nothing from you. He, he, he practiced a, a new principle there that he would receive absolutely nothing from anything around him. No reciprocation whatsoever so that no one would mistake where and why he was giving of himself and giving of the Lord as generously as he was. Man. You know, so, sometimes I'll, I'll listen to somebody on TV, you know, and, and, and I'll hear a message and uh, I'll, I'll believe it's sincere and I'll want to believe it's sincere and then all I've got to do is send in my offering. Is, is, is there no one else in here as much a cynic as I am in those moments? I understand where the Thessalonians were coming from, don't you? But Paul made absolutely certain there was no way his motive for the gospel could be misunderstood. He took nothing from the people around him. And so, so how did he survive? Well, he sold some tents on the side. He had, he had a little job on the side, and he would bring in some income there selling these prayer tents. They weren't, they weren't uh, you know, things ladies put over their heads. He would weave them or put them together, or, or, and he would sell those, you know. And he made some money from those by the work of his own hands. But, but he also says that he was supported only by the church that he's writing here, Philippians, in the verses before. Now you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church shared with me concerning giving and receiving, but you only. Notice he doesn't say just giving, but also receiving. Interesting. Let's unpack that in a minute. For even in Thessalonica, you sent aid once and again for my necessities. It was an ongoing kind of support. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account. The fruit that abounds. What's he saying? He's saying, you're a partner with me in this kingdom work. And the fruit of that work is not only something that heaven credits to me, 
but credits to you as well because you're a partner in it. Indeed, I have all and abound. I am full, having received from Epaphroditus the things sent from you, a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to God, and my God shall supply all your needs. We almost need to put in there two as well. He's giving testimony to how well God has supplied him, and in part through those in Thessalonica. When I was a kid, I was a scout. Anybody else in here a scout coming up? Some of you are probably walking around, you're, you're one of those Eagle Scout guys. I understand that. I never made it that far. But my, my last rite of passage was in Weebelows. Do you remember that? <laughs> Weebelows, that's what comes between, between, Boy Scout, between Cub Scouts and Boy Scouts. I have no idea what a Weebelo is. I, I keep expecting to see one at a zoo sometime. I've never seen a Weebelo. I don't know what a Weebelo is, but, but I was a Weebelo for at least a year. And, 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 and when, at the end of that, the crowning achievement of a Weebelo is something called the arrow of light. And with pride, I tell you this morning that I received the arrow of light. Yes. And, and some, some, guy, some guy in our troop was a, was a bow hunter, one of the men leaders. And so he made a, a plaque that held an arrow and had the little symbol of the arrow of light, and that was presented to me, and it was a treasure. I had it until just four or five years ago, as a matter of fact. I kept it. Uh, I, I, was, I was ashamed of how proud I was of it, so I kind of hid it away. You know, guys, you got some things you do that with. And, and, and it ended up in, in my storage shed, you know, out of the way of all other things, because it was lethal. The, the, the arrow that was in this plaque had a tip on it that was razor sharp. And I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, but, but, but this lethal weapon of, of potential uh, impact never came out of the little thing that held it. It had, had so much potential and yet it had absolutely no impact. You know why? Because it never got connected to a bow. Do you know the impact of the arrow has everything to do with the empowering of the bow? Some of us go, but some of us stay. Some of us are the arrow, but some of us are the bow. And what Paul is saying is that the reward is the same. The reward is the same. This morning, I hope you want to get in on the impact of what God is doing as far away as China because of the extended ministry of this church through the Yokums. But I'm, I'm here to tell you this morning that as you come to have your needs met, that you can also be that kind of kingdom sender in this world. I pray that the arrows of our church will not become like my arrow of light, which it isn't. It's an arrow in storage. But with a bow, it can be an arrow of light. And I am confident that my God will supply all your needs according to his riches in Christ Jesus. And as he does, will you be a testimony to the world, to that kind of God? I pray we will. Lord Jesus, as we come to your table this morning, we thank you for all the goodness that you pour out upon us your forgiveness your love 
your constant encouragement, the way your spirit makes us resilient no matter what we face. You renew us again and again and again and again. And Father, we pray that we could be so touched by you that we would become those that are marked by it. That we would become those same kind of empowering people to the kingdom work that surrounds us. Bless us this morning, God. Bless us to be a blessing. We know that was what was in your heart on the night that you went to your cross, that you gave yourself up for us. You took bread and gave thanks to the Father and broke the bread and gave it to your disciples saying, take and eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise, after supper, Jesus took the cup And he gave thanks to you, our Father, and he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and drink from this, all of you, for this is the cup of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. So afresh this morning, Lord God, we pray that you pour out your Holy Spirit on these gifts of juice and bread and upon us, your people, that we might truly have an impact in this world if we stay or if we go if we're the arrow or if we're the bow. Lord God, have your way as you empower us. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, we pray as Jesus taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.